Welcome to And With Your Spirit, a homily podcast that takes preaching out of the sanctuary and moves it into your daily life. Let us make ourselves open to the voice of Christ and the movement of the Holy Spirit, that we might be transformed. The Lord be with you. It's strange to have so much daylight on a Monday night mass and a beautiful thing. It seems like every Memorial Day is a beautiful day. And I don't just mean figuratively. Every year it seems like Memorial Day, we're blessed with great weather. And maybe that's because the Lord wants to bless us on this day. This past weekend at my parish, Corpus Christi, at the weekend masses, I asked our congregation, maybe some of you were there, I asked you, what made you Catholic during the quarantine? I asked the question because most of us, when someone asks us if we are Catholic or how we live our Catholicity, we say, well, I go to Sunday Mass. Well, good. Keep doing that, okay? But beyond that, if you kind of push the question further, people really don't know how to answer. Well, I guess we pray before we eat. Uh, There's a crucifix on our dining room wall or in my bedroom. I have a rosary on my rear view mirror in my car so I don't get in a wreck. What makes you Catholic? I ask the question particularly about the quarantine because most of us, when absent from the primary checkbox on our faith list, we're not really sure what makes us Catholic. When I don't have mass or confession, when I can't take communion to my mother or my husband or whomever, what makes me Catholic? In those two months, I think we had a pretty good chance to maybe dig into that question. Tonight, in the first reading from the Acts of the Apostles, we see St. Paul leaving the city of Corinth as he concludes his second missionary journey. He had promised the people of the town called Ephesus the Ephesian people, in chapter 18 of the Acts of the Apostles, that he would indeed visit them one day. And so he leaves the big city of Corinth, which my seminary professor said was like New Orleans. Our New Orleans today was like Corinth back then, kind of a melting pot, a big party center. He leaves this pot of people and he goes down to Ephesus where he hears there is a small group of disciples, a church that's forming that have not yet had someone to visit them. And so he goes. When he arrives, we hear what happens in tonight's first reading. He greets them, and they tell him that they have been baptized in the baptism of John. What is the baptism of John? Well, John, the cousin of Jesus, was in the wilderness, the precursor to the coming of the Messiah. He was preparing the way of the Lord who would come. And as he baptized, he baptized with a spirit of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. He was getting people's hearts ready to receive something more. And so when St. Paul's ears hear the words of these people of Ephesus, they have been baptized in the baptism of John. He says, but wait. You're missing something. There is more. Memorial Day. 
This is a very complicated homily. Are you following the structure yet? I hope not. I'm going to tie it all together at the end. Today we celebrate Memorial Day, and there is no celebration for Memorial Day in that red book called the Missal. The recommendation from the U.S. bishops is that we celebrate a mass for peace and justice in civil society, which, you know what, if we're celebrating Memorial Day, asking for more peace and justice and less war is the best thing to pray for, really. We celebrate Memorial Day as a nation, and our nation thinks about today as one of the most patriotic days on the calendar. Today, I was driving toward Gibson County, and as I was driving that way in my Toyota Prius, not the most manly car on the road, but I still like it. As I was going down St. Joe Avenue, that narrow two-lane road, toward me comes this giant diesel black Dodge Ram up on, you know, risers and everything, huge big old truck. And as it gets closer to me, I realize that I can hear the music from inside the truck through my closed car windows when it's still a distance away. They're blaring this music and it's like, uh, we're coming to America or something, you know, some American song. As they pass me, it's two guys and they're screaming, they got their sunglasses on and they have mounted two American flags in the bed of their pickup truck and they're just driving around, celebrating freedom, you know? As he went by, I also noticed the guy who was driving had a cut-off t-shirt, and on his left shoulder was tattooed an American flag. That's patriotic right there. As I thought about that guy driving by me, I thought, I don't know what makes patriotism patriotism, but that's a step above me for sure. He's sacrificed part of his body for something he believes in, America, whatever his kind of version of that is. And then I thought, but today on Memorial Day, do we celebrate that guy? Memorial Day isn't about celebrating the uh, South Gibson, North Vandenberg guy driving his truck around with two American flags blasting country music. Memorial Day is celebrating people who have made more of a sacrifice. It's like patriotism has a continuum. There's me, who when I go to Italy and someone asks me where I'm from, I say, io sono americano, right? I am American. And that's a form of patriotism. And then there's a step up, which is this guy with the truck and the flags. And then there's another step up, someone like Deacon Garrett Brown, who after high school went to the Air Force Academy in Denver, Colorado to enroll to serve our nation. Or someone like my uncles or some of you or some of the people that you know who involuntarily served our country by going to war. That's a step up. But even beyond that, beyond just our veterans, today, Memorial Day, Memorial Day is set aside for people who gave everything. Yes, veterans paid a great sacrifice with part of their lives, and we celebrate them in November, Veterans Day. But Memorial Day, it's the ultimate patriotism. It's people who gave up everything, who died in the battlefield, who gave up their life for 
freedom of speech and of conscience, for, the, for rights and responsibilities for us all, for the right to bear arms and the right to speak your mind, for, for freedom to be had here in a democracy and so that we might help spread it abroad, at least to some degree. They gave up their life for that. And if you ask me, that's the farthest you can go on that continuum. And so when someone asks you what's make, what makes you patriotic or American, you fall somewhere probably on that spectrum. I live in America. I drive around with flags in my truck. I've been to war, or for those who've died in war. Okay. So if that's the spectrum for patriotism, how have you lived your Catholic faith in the last two months? Are you Catholic in name when someone asks you, what faith are you? And you say, I go to St. Boniface Parish, or I'm Catholic, or whatever you say. Or do you do more than that? Do you drive around with a rosary hanging in your car instead of just being Catholic? And then sometimes you take the rosary off and pray it rather than listening to some of the garbage that's on the radio or on your Bluetoothing from your phone. What makes you Catholic? Is it just keeping away from sin? The baptism of John? This is where I'm going with the homily tonight. St. Paul encounters this community, these people in Ephesus who said, we've been baptized with repentance, the forgiveness of our sins, and now we're clean. Amen, alleluia. Would that all of us be clean of sin? But St. Paul says, don't stop there. If all you do is keep yourself from sin, that's a great thing but it's not all that can be done. Paul decides to baptize the people in Ephesus with a baptism of Jesus Christ, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, so that the gifts that God gave those people in that small town in Greece 2,000 years ago might come alive, that they might be able to trade their earthly existence, their own hopes, their own plans for something even greater. But the difference between the patriotism spectrum and the Christianity or discipleship or whatever spectrum is that if we give the ultimate sacrifice, if we let go of everything else for Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit, that if we die, our Memorial Day is every day. Because every day on earth, we are living in the kingdom. And when we ultimately die, we live in the kingdom forever. Speaking of giving your all for the faith, uh, for the last almost two years straight, You've seen a familiar face in this sanctuary every single Monday night. And this is his last Monday night mass, maybe ever. Michael Mosby has been accepted into the monastery at St. Mindred Arch Abbey, just over here in, our, in Southern Indiana. And Michael will be moving in this coming week, uh, Monday, right? Next Monday, a week from today. Michael has been an integral and uh, 
wonderful part of the House of Discernment of St. Boniface Parish, of Westside Catholic School, of his home parish at Good Shepherd, of his high school at Memorial, basically anywhere that Michael Mosby has touched with his foot, the people now love him. And I think it's because they know that he loves them. Michael has figured out that the Lord is calling him to give up everything, to give up his job, to give up his attire. He's going to be wearing black, a black habit, and eventually probably to give up his name, uh, to become a monk. And that's a great witness that we need more of today in the world, of people giving it all. As we say goodbye to Michael um, this last Monday night, I also want to take an opportunity. Ooh, man. I want to take an opportunity to not just say goodbye, but to say thank you. Um, Michael, I feel like you've become a son to me in some ways. And uh, I will greatly miss you. And so will they. Thank you for following the Lord's call. He wants to talk. <laughs> Sit back down for a second.